Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Slash and cast. Behind a mask, there could be anything. Something to make you scream. Something you've never seen. Cut like a knife or stare could be so mean. You wish you'd never been chosen for the slasher scene. Don't hide your eyes from the movie screens. Don't hold your ears from the horror screens. Hall of Fame for villains, watch them take a bow. The slasher has no doubt they'll go allowed to make every death count. What's happening, lovers? What's going on? We gonna get tropical. We gonna get tropical. Welcome back to another episode of Make Every Death Count, brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. We are your hosts. My name is Riley. My name is Nick. Back here with another episode, but this one a little bit different. Kind of making it up as we go. The main point of today's episode, we're going to discuss some theories, some evidence, some bullshit surrounding Stu Mocker, killer from the original Scream, and whether or not he is still alive. And will he be in Scream 6 and or Scream 7? And was he in Scream 5? And was he in Scream 3? I have some theories about that. I think he Not was in really. Scream 2. He, well, yeah, he was. He made his presence known there. The actor? The actor, yes. Uh, so, I, yeah, I put together some evidence here that you haven't seen, as well as a, a couple of theories on how this is possible that Stu could still be alive. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first of all, let me start. Uh, for, how you been? How's life? Fine. So good. Uh, you watch any movies lately? Um, since the last time we recorded, I watched a few. I watched uh, part of um, rom-com, new, Aston Kutcher. Oh, oh yes. Uh, um, um, your places. your place or mine? That sounds your, right. Your place or mine? Yes. Yeah. I did. I watched that as well. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. It's rom com. Yeah. I. It was okay. Yeah. I watched that, <clears throat> and then I watched um, both my bloody Valentines. Both. Yeah. Both of them. Uh, we were gonna gonna do a review, but uh, we just got busy. Yeah, I didn't actually. Uh... I didn't actually watch my bloody Valentine this year. Either of them. I watched Valentine. Wow. Which is not as good as probably either of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got we got busy, so we didn't do a review for that. But uh and then I watched uh, Unfriended and Countdown because when uh, we were script writing, you know, trying to get a vibe. And that's kind of what we were going for with those like kind of a mix. Yeah. Or at least some inspirations what they did right. Honestly, Countdown had such I had like I'm like is this movie really rated this bad like it has a really good trajectory going for it and it then it took a shit yeah it just never really plays out no. yeah, the concept's really neat for yes, countdown it absolutely just, yeah it, it's it falls into that same category as uh like truth or dare and uh smile I like truth or dare yeah it's I not mean, a great movie but I I do like it I, I think we just like anything that's like cheesy teen escape horror. room. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I gave it uh countdown two and a half stars. Uh it's sitting uh, at least on letterbox, it's at a two point one. I feel like I'm generous with a two and a half. because um, like I said, it had so much potential. Yeah. It just couldn't quite hit it. I think since the last time we talked on this show, I think I've only watched three movies. 
I watched. Did, I don't remember when it, if we talked about Make Earth Count, but I watched that movie Vengeance with B.J. Novak, uh, directed by B.J. Novak. I don't know if you did. I don't. Yeah, I know we talked about it, but yeah, yeah, I watched. I watched that. That was a decent, predictable ending. Guessed it from about ten minutes in. Well, not ten minutes in, but pretty much since you were introduced to the character, I was like, yep, yep, that 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 dude's guilty. And yeah, so so got that one right. But uh, this week, this past week, I watched three movies. I watched that Your Place or Mine. I gave it three stars. Probably being too generous, but I, it's really hard for me to go under three because that's a six out of ten. You know, I'm like, I don't know, six yeah. out of ten. It's I guess take all my six out of tens and make them like five out of ten. That's probably more accurate. But I mean, it's a rom com. It's nothing. It's not gonna be anything amazing. Yeah, it was different because you know the whole movie they're separated, so it's, it's right. more fun. Yeah, they just they built a relationship simply by seeing things around their places. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, I also watched Before I Wake. That is uh, the 2016 Mike Flanagan film on Netflix. When I Wake. Isn't it Before I Wake? Is it When I Wake? I I think it's When I Wake. The Whiplash. I'm quoting Whiplash. Oh. Oh, yeah. But it's it's definitely Before I Wake. The movie Before I Wake. (laughs) It is When I Wake. It's it's a song. It's a song from Whiplash. That's what, what I was quoting. Gave this one three and a half. But I do think of all the Mike Flanagan things I've seen, this is probably... A little bit lower, so I don't recall this. I really don't remember hearing about this. Love Mike Flanagan. Yeah, it's about a kid whose dreams basically become reality. Uh, oh. Not so much for him, but the things like at the place that he's in, the visuals of his dreams start like manifesting for everybody. Everybody can see them, and then hmm. uh, yeah, there's a. It's called the Kinker Man. It's a bad, scary dude. It, it, on Letterbox, at least, it's it's looking like that movie's is a two point nine, out yeah, of, out of five. So I mean, yeah, a was, generous three and a half. Then I also watched Rocky three, so that was a big success. Gets you hyped up if you know anything about boxing, like just the fundamentals of of throwing jabs and footwork and. Uh, one, even just taking a punch, like how quickly somebody can get knocked out as long as the punch lands in a a good area, you know. Uh, so, watching Rocky is so ridiculous. Like, yeah, the amount of punches that everybody takes, like complete fucking haymakers that are landing, and they just keep taking them over and over again. Like both Mr. T and Sylvester Stallone. Just, I was like, man, this is extremely unrealistic, but I'm hyped. That's how it's always been for all the Rocky movies. Pretty much, yeah. We're having fun. We're having fun here. Yeah. Um, that was a great time. I the Tiger. Yeah, since we our mascot growing up was the Tigers. We were the Tigers growing up. That song is so ruined for us. It's the first song you hear at every game, at every yeah. hype before a game. Yeah. That's that's what we heard. It's like that song in Thunderstruck. Well, that was just our coach. Yeah, but that that song does play like every sports event ever. It's a good it's quite the walkout song. Yeah. Even um I went to that Luke Combs concert. And he walked out to Thunderstruck. What really? kind of country artist walks out to Thunderstruck? I mean, he's a little bit different, but still, it's interesting that he walked out to Thunderstruck because hmm. it's the it's the song, it's the song. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I I guess I don't remember. Maybe I did watch more since the last time we recorded. Did I tell you I watched uh, Forrest Gump? I think I think you told me. I don't know if it was on the the recording or not though. I don't know. I watched Forrest Gump. The last time I had watched it was when I was in like middle school, and my dad's like, "This should is a movie you should watch." And I never really got a lot of the historical references. There's a, yeah, there's a ton. Yeah, I got a. I mean, I got all of them now. Um, yeah, love that. I love that movie. I gave that four and a half stars. I I was I haven't watched the movie in years, but I recall like not being like super into it. Uh, when I was, I mean, I have I've eaten there. I've eaten at the uh, Bubba Gump. Yeah, I've eaten at Bubba Gump. I'm not I'm not a seafood fan, but. What, that's on like Santa Monica Pier, right? Uh, is it Florida or Cal? I think it's California. I don't remember. I know, I know I've eaten there. It's, oh, you know what? I think it is Florida. Could be both, but yeah. I think it is Florida because I think I went there with uh, when I went to Universal. Yeah. Good times. I watched that. I watched uh, the Truman Show. Mm, yep. Um, that, that's another four and a half for me. Like, that is, it's so close to a five out of five movie for me. I love the Truman Show. My dad has never seen it when i i struggle with same thing with those adam sandler on this but when jim carrey goes full stupid i i, I loses me a little bit right but truman show he's not yeah he's he's 
actually the smartest person in there. I think, trying to I figure think it the, out. I think the only one that I really don't like that I think is really famous from Jim Carrey is Ace Ventura. Like, not a fan of that either. I don't know. The Cable Guy, I like, even though that one's a little bit over the top too. Everything yeah. Jim Carrey does over the top, yeah. but. And then uh, I watch No Strings Attached, Ashton Kutcher rom com with uh, Natalie Portman. Have I seen that? It's from 2011. Hmm. I don't um, know. I gave that three stars. It's a rom com. They don't. They don't. They don't make rom coms like they used to. Yeah. When, when Harry met Sally, we won't have anything close to that probably ever. It's yeah. Just, they don't, even the rom coms that are around, they don't tend to take very seriously anymore. Correct. Need, it's com roms more than rom com. Yeah. You pretty much just need to have uh, Matthew McConaughey. That's what. That's what happened. The genre died. Matthew McConaughey said he wanted to be taken seriously. So he stopped doing rom-coms. And now we're never going to get Ghosts of Girlfriend's Past ever again. Sad. I love that movie. Big fan. But yeah, that's all I watched. All right. What is this episode about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about Stumacher. The Stumacher? The Stumacher. Uh, you may know him as Matthew Lillard, who I love. True. I'd kill a man for that guy. Take a bull for that man. Take a bull for that dog. Um, yeah, Matthew Lillard, is he alive? Can he return in Scream 6 or Scream 7? Are the theories true? Are the rumors true? And is there enough evidence out there to justify it? Let's talk about that. That was a little good morning reference there for you. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's start from the beginning. All right. Scream, 1996. Billy Loomis and Stu Get a, you, they kill a bunch of people. Spoiler alert. Holy shit. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, all these movies are going to be spoiled for you if you haven't seen them. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they they kill a bunch of people. And, of course, Stu seemingly dies by taking a CRT TV to the face. I'd say roughly 28 to 32 inches. So probably pretty heavy. 50, 50-ish pounds, maybe a little bit more, uh, dropped on his face by the one and only Sidney Prescott. Now, when it hits his face, first of all, the guy could have done a little bit more to probably not get hit in the face with the thing. Yeah. His hands were up, but then he just proceeded to not touch the TV and just let it hit him in the face. Yeah. So problem number one, <laughs> Stu, not a, not quite uh, an athlete. No. That's what we've we've discovered there. Uh, it adds up, I suppose. He's a tall guy. I wonder if Matt Lord himself is an athlete. What is he, like 6'5"? Probably. He's taller than me. I was looking up to him when I met him in Texas back in 2016. Hey, by the way. For those listening, if you have ever seen that viral clip that's gone viral like 30 times of Matthew Lillard talking to that little girl at a convention and trying to like, she was kind of upset or nervous and he would talk in the shaggy voice to make her happy and they, they high five, I was there. That is in Texas Primer Weekend in 2016 and I'm literally just left of the camera. I was behind that little girl and her mom in line. So... I may not be in a viral clip, but I'm close to being in a viral you clip. Witnessed a viral I clip. witnessed a viral clip. I was right there. Uh, so yeah, that's all. That's that was the only point I was making. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, okay. Now before going into this episode and my lack of research, I would have told you not a chance a CRT TV of that size would kill you if it falls in your face. Well, at least I don't think it would have produced the electric current to right. be able to shock you to death. There's, you know, if glass is shattering in your face, you know, it could cut your neck. It could do a lot of things that would kill you. The If the impact really is heavy enough, I mean, concussion, brain damage, something like that. But now, after doing research on what would happen if a CRT TV blew up like that, I would, I would say good chance he's probably dead. All right. But that ruins this whole episode. So let's not, let's not go with that. But like the vacuums inside CRT TVs. I mean, that shit blows up, yeah. shoots all the glass in your face. The electric current that can be held within a CRT TV is like tens of thousands of volts. So, yeah, I mean, he he probably died. Probably? <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Here's what we know for a fact. We never see him die. We never see him take his last breath. You know the last character we never saw take their last breath? Kirby Reed. Where is she at today? Alive and well in New York City as an FBI agent. In Scream 6. In Scream 6. So, coincidence? I think not! <laughs> okay. Um, and you know what? Almost every killer... I don't know if this is true. We're going to have to fact check ourselves right now. But a good chunk of killers 
have done what Randy says they will do, and that's come back for one last scare. And Stu never got his. So we know Billy obviously got his one last scare. Well, yeah, Billy did. Um, Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, Mrs. Loomis does not. She gets a bullet to the face. Right. It's too um, quick. Roman, Roman does. Mm-hmm. Jill. I mean, not a little bit different, but not not so Char- much. Did Charlie? Charlie didn't do shit, no. So no. Because he got, he got killed by Jill. Well, right. Those two. Yep. And then. Richie and Amber. Amber does. Richie yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So at least one per movie. So yeah. So I guess yeah, kind of kind of adds up. Oh no. I mean, I suppose there's based on this little piece of evidence that uh, he never came back for one last scare. Uh, yeah, it's not very good because but he was dead. But there's a chance. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't see him. The thing is, everybody that didn't come back for one last scare did get double tapped. All right. They took a like a second bullet to the head or something. So, True. like, truly, truly see them die, there is no coming back from. We never got that with Stu. Unless you think the CRT TV is good enough, which, f- fair enough. I don't know. But, yeah, like Mrs. Loomis took a bullet to the freaking brain. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, she's not going to get her second scare. Uh, Jill, you know, she gets the the paddles to the head. Right. And then shot as well, right? Stab. Stabbed? Shot? I don't remember. I can't remember what happens if she gets shocked for some reason. Because she does... What does she do after she shocks her with the panels? Because doesn't she say, don't fuck with the original? Yeah, and then, then does she shoot her there? I think she shoots her there. I think she does. I just work here. It's been a, I need to watch Scream 4 again. It has been a while since I've seen Scream 4. I, I, I don't like the ending very much, so I feel like I stopped watching towards the end. I was planning on watching them all leading up to uh, to, to the new one. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I guess Charlie doesn't really do shit, huh? No, not really. He gets stabbed in the heart, so I guess that is kind of kind of uh, confirmed. It's a confirmed kill, I suppose. Uh, Jill Roberts died via electroshock and then shot in the chest. Huh. There you go. Oh, oh, she does get one last scare. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, te- technically, yeah. Uh... Yeah, because she jumps back up. Yeah. Eh. And then and, and then fucking Marley Shelton saves him. Remember that? Remember that? It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So she does get one last scare. So it's just Charlie that doesn't. Shame. Sad. And uh then the other one that doesn't get one last scare, uh, that'd be Richie. And Richie uh I mean he got his throat fucking slit. So Yeah. Doesn't really work. Can't get one last scare if all the blood is outside of your body. Yeah, yeah. So moral of the story: Stu needs his one last scare still. That's right. <laughs> and scream six or seven. I can I can make it work with seven. I have plans there. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, let's move on to scream two. Now, originally, in scream two, just before the credits would roll, the audience was intended to see a third ghost face, like standing on the roof of the college looking down at Sydney as she walks away, like in the bell, the clock tower thingy, the bell tower. Has she said played? Yeah. That, that moment. I don't think it would be that song anymore, but <laughs> Probably yeah. <not. laughs> yeah. That moment, there was supposed to be another ghost face that would have led into scream three. Who would that guy be? Or Gail? Roman. Could be, could be, but it also could be Stu Mocker. What? Still stalking her a year later at college. And of course, Who's at the party scene hmm? in Scream 2? Hmm? That's right, Matthew Lillard was on set during that party scene. Everybody knows that, but yeah, he's back there. He's an extra because yeah. he was dating Nev at the time. So he was just on set. Yeah, he was just saying. He, he was just an extra. That was not, at that moment, it was not Stu. But they could definitely come back and be like, if Stu was back, be like, don't you remember? I was there. I went to college too. I got an education. <laughs> That would be and that would you, be something. And then yeah, play that scene and then you know slightly alter it where he turns and you can clearly see it's him and he's going. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what because I think it'd be fun if you were going to show Stu in Scream Six or Scream Seven to go back 
two, two, three, four, and, five. And insert yeah. a de-aged Yeah, like you're, yeah, you're just like, every every little scene, like you just pan over and he's just sitting there watching. They've, like the... <laughs> they've done that so many times in like Marvel. I mean, yes, it's Marvel movies, but like it, it can be done. I, sure. We all buy into that. I mean, they de-aged Skeet, so. Well, yeah, they, they de-aged. <laughs> they de-aged Skeet Ulrich a lot. Yeah, uh, I do think, I do think Skeet looks more like his teenage self than Matt does absolutely. now. Absolutely. I don't know. I haven't seen Matt clean shaved in a while, but right now he's got like a white beard. So that, yeah, I haven't seen him clean shaven in a little while. Yeah. Yeah. He's usually always got some sort of scruff these days <laughs> for Shaggy. I mean, it's still clearly Matt Lillard. I mean, you could tell it's him. It's just, you know, I don't know. it'd be harder to de-age him. I'm sure. Yeah. We could de-age know. Harrison Ford. We could de-age true. anyone. That's true. And if you've ever seen like the Irishman. Yeah. It's a lot of de-aging going on there. So I, I saw on TikTok uh, them de-age Harrison Ford for the new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. For flashbacks or whatever. And man, Harrison Ford is old. Yeah. He looks old. His bags have bags and they were gone. <laughs> just gone. Yeah, we're getting there with that type of technology. It's getting easier and easier for them to do it. Even with just like deep fakes themselves mm-hmm. are, are getting there to the point that studios like will take advantage of them. Yeah. I wonder... That, did you hear about uh, Bruce Willis yesterday? Yeah, about uh, early onset dementia. He or... officially got diagnosed with dementia. Yeah, yeah. There, there was hope. You know, you can recover from aphasia. Yeah, um, it's not likely, but you can. It has been done, but with full on dementia at at his age, it's sad. So, yeah, I wonder. I, and I kept seeing that Bruce Willis like sold his likeness to studios to be. Uh, deep faked yeah into i don't know if that's true or not i don't think it was but i keep seeing it pop up yes then pop up no i don't know hmm. um but yeah de-aging definitely possible and i think you can get uh matthew lillard looking like his teenage self for uh for flashbacks to two three and two and three at least yeah especially if you were to do flashbacks like yeah like after him getting hurt in scream one you, you could have scarring so you can kind of get away with some more shit because he won't look like his normal self. Right. So, I don't know. Seems like there's a lot of opportunity there. Huh? Seems like a nice script that they wrote for <laughs> six. Uh, okay, Scream 3, okay? Now, the original plan for Scream 3, most people know it, that he was originally supposed to be the mastermind behind the events of Scream 3 and that he was manipulating high school students from behind bars in prison. Some fanboys of his boys and gals of his so he kind of just created a little ghost face cult and was organizing it behind bars in prison via fan mail so that was the original plot so obviously they were already planning to have him stay alive at one point that was kevin williamson's original concept the only reason that went downhill was because of the columbine shooting and after that the weinstein really wanted to move away from scream 3 being violent at all to the point they actually pitched to west craven to have no blood at all in the movie and go full like comedy with it, which that's why Scream Three is so uh, dorky. Yeah. Also, idolizing uh, killers, a serial killer from behind bars to high school. Yeah, to, to, to high, high school, school students. Right. Yeah, definitely. After Columbine, would not have yeah. have flown. Yeah. So Scream Three moved away from teens entirely. Went like pretty much all adult characters, and the violence was dumbed down quite a bit and there was an emphasis on more comedy and that's why you get some people like Parker Posey who I love in Scream 3 but yeah she's just over the top comedy and and just kind of Patrick Warburton it's yeah it's very Scooby-Doo uh, Scream 3 is so uh, that's why so that the whole Stu Mocker plan was completely thrown out but fun fact he was actually paid for the role like he was paid to be in Scream 3 and they never got to fulfill the the job so I, w- I would love to have seen like scenes of that yeah filmed yeah and of course now uh kevin williamson took that plan and and took it to the following so yeah yeah it's out there the the concept's out there i don't particularly like him organizing from prison because obviously they would that's not my theory of what they should do for scream six because somebody should have fucking known right somebody right. should know that he was in prison this whole time it's got to be maybe the, the fbi agent Kirby? Yeah, maybe fucking Kirby. Right. <laughs> it would have to be like completely thrown out. Like yeah. they'd have to, he had to get away with it entirely, hide, you know, fake his death, all this stuff. But we'll get, we'll talk about that more. 
The point is, it was a plan originally to keep him alive. So if they could have done it then, why can't they do it now? But just in a different way. Right. That's all. All right, now let's go to Scream 5. This is where the evidence gets juicy. Juicy. Okay. In Scream 5, or Scream from 2022, all right, we get a glimpse of some YouTube thumbnails when Richie's going through him. He's watching uh, Dead Meat. No, it's not Dead Meat, but it is Dead Meat. Yeah. Um, where they're reviewing Stab Aid and raging about it, where there's a bunch of thumbnails and suggested videos on YouTube. A couple of Easter eggs there. One, of course, was Kirby, an interview with Kirby Reed because she's Survivor. alive. Yeah, Survivor Kirby Reed. And of course, in Scream 6, that came to fruition, and she's alive. It wasn't It wasn't a joke. It was not fake. It was not a fake YouTube thumbnail. That's right. <laughs> Weird. Those YouTubers, man. God, they just really get it. Now, uh... Another clip on YouTube was titled, Did the Real-Life Stu Mocker Survive? Hmm? Now, that does seem to imply that he could potentially be alive and that he faked his death. What? I mean, obviously, the filmmakers are thinking about it, right? That's enough to tell you that Radio Silence, Matt Bettinelli, Bettinelli Open, and Tyler Gillette are thinking about it. Yeah, but it could have just been... Just just le- left at that. Like, oh, that's a cool little Easter egg. Don't right. even think about it. Right, right. And, you know what? To go alongside this about the filmmakers teasing Stu being alive in Scream 5, I'm going to share a quick clip here, okay, from Matthew Lowood recently at what I believe to be at San Diego Comic-Con. So I was there. If he was there, I'm a little pissed. Yeah, I don't know where he would have been. Like, we were, we were there. <laughs> yeah. But here, here's, here's a short clip from Matt Lord at Comic-Con. If I can ask a scream question. Yeah. So Stu was never a confirmed kill. Uh, well. <laughs> Will we see him again? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, listen, I know that there was a lot of effort to establish that Stu is still alive in the last scream. Um, they are shooting scream right now. And I am right now not in screen. <laughs> right now. What? Right now I am not in screen. Right now I'm in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so that clip was from THS News. And it was a quick interview from Matthew Lord there. Just asked about whether or not he's alive and will be in Scream 6. Of course, he, he says... I have no idea. He doesn't say no, which is fun. Um, but yeah, he doesn't say, I have no idea. You know, they're shooting it right now. I'm not there. I'm here. You know, kind of circling around it a little bit. Uh, but yeah. You know who else did that? Andrew Garfield <laughs> in Spider-Man. Yeah, right. He's If he is in it, he is fully Andrew Garfield in this thing and selling it. Yeah. Selling it. But what he does say there that I thought was really interesting is that he says that the I know that the filmmakers put an emphasis on... Uh, like showing that Stu is still alive in the last movie in Scream 5. And there's so many ways you could take that. Uh, so we're going to put our fucking tinfoil hats on, okay? And we're going to analyze this from a completely unrealistic standpoint. Now, when I hear him say that, I'm going to say that he's saying that he talked to the filmmakers during Scream 5, and they told him that they're going to put an emphasis on Stu and that they're going to tease that he might still be alive. And that, that, that conversation happened because they were gauging his interest in whether or not he'd be in Scream 6 or Scream 7. I mean, yeah. They're like, hey, we got uh, we got Skeet for Scream 5. No room for you in Scream 5, unfortunately, but 6, but, 7? Yeah we, could, yeah, we could build up to it. I huh? see. That would be interesting. That that would be really interesting because, I mean, throughout the, the series, I mean, Stu gets mentioned less and less. Yeah, it's Billy, 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 Billy. Especially now, yeah. I mean, especially now and after Scream 5. Wouldn't it be crazy if, you know, the events of Scream 6 happen? You know, maybe we see a ghost face reveal at the end. Um, or, like, that there's another one. And Stu has been the mastermind the whole time. Yeah, he could be the Roman like, of this new trilogy. Like, he is, like, everyone puts Billy on the pedestal. And maybe that's why he's finally now coming out and being like, no, I'm taking the fucking credit because he's been, like, he's been getting all the credit. Yeah. But look at what all this shit. If, what if uh, oh, okay. we'll come back to this? We'll come back to this. Um, first of all, Matthew Lord also said in an interview in the past, he said uh, about whether or not he'd be willing to do it, 
and whether or not he'd be willing to play Stu again. He said, yes, yes, I am available. Yes, yes. There's nobody that wouldn't want to come back and reprise a role they got to do when they were a boy and be able to do something different as a man. You just don't get that opportunity often. He would do it. He wants to do it. And then he even said in the same interview, he's like, hey, it was just TV, right? Like, I mean, he could have survived. Again, do some research on that, and you probably won't agree with that anymore, but that's not the point, all right? He could have survived because it's a movie. Yeah, that's right. So there you go, all right? Stu is alive and Lillard's all in, all right? Now, if we go back to Scream 5, more evidence, okay? First of all, uh, let's talk about Dewey's death, and let's get the let's get the rage starting, okay? Uh, for those listening and for me, and uh, just get the controversy going about whether or not you're a, a, an avid Amber supporter and you think that she truly did kill Dewey, which fair enough. Hey, hey. I By the way, I do think she's fully capable. I know everybody always argues because I, I reiterate a lot that, like, Dewey was picked up in some way, shape, or form. Because uh, the shot of, of him actually being pulled up, go watch it. Yes, I, I 1,000% agree that you will not see his feet leave the ground. But the shot where he's actually being lifted is on the upper half. It's looking at him. You see him go above Ghostface, Okay. So, by the way, I, my point is, I fully think Amber could do that. I mean, it's not like Dewey's huge by any means. And, you know, you got two goddamn knives in somebody and you were to yank up, you'd probably get them up in the air. You'd probably yeah. get them over you. I, I don't think that's unrealistic. Amber is small, but I think it's possible. She's a young, athletic teenager. Sure. She could do it. Give her some credit. Sure. But what makes it worse with that scene there where you're like, maybe it's not Amber. Uh, first of all... The one that gets me is it being shot like five freaking times to the chest. It, bulletproof vest or not, you are like six feet away taking what I imagine are, are 38 rounds to the chest. It's, dude, you probably broke a rib. You know, you got a bruised sternum. You rub, I mean, she still parties the rest of the night. She do. She chases down Chad like a, a child, chases him down like he's nothing. Okay, she's going around changing her outfit nonstop, going in and out of the ghost face costume throughout that party scene, because Rich, we know where Richie's at at all times, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So we know it's her. We know, assumingly, we assume that's Amber. Right? It's got to be. It's the only killer that was revealed in Scream Five, and she, man, her hair never gets messed up. She never breaks a fucking sweat. She doesn't. She's always seen by people at the party, regardless of chasing down and killing people like throughout the whole damn thing. Right. It's pretty crazy. If you actually watch the end of Scream 5 and you're like, where's Amber right now? It's pretty crazy what she accomplishes. It's almost worse than Roman in Scream 3. We're <laughs> like, how the fuck is Roman doing all this? It's almost that bad. Um, but then, of course, like, you know, Dewey's death, like Dewey's being towered by Ghostface. Yeah. And, it, it's, and we know it's not Richie. And Amber takes, you know, takes credit for the kill later in the movie, says he died like a pussy. Pretty hurtful, Amber. That's fine. That's fine. But, I mean, like, Ghostface is like 6'5 in that scene. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's A lot of it's the way they shot it, too. They shot low to high, which yeah. is going to increase the, the height of anybody. It's gonna They're going to feel bigger. So, sure, I'm just saying it would make a lot of sense that perhaps it was Stu. I mean, yeah. He, he could come back and say, you know, finally finished the job. I wanted to be the one to, you know, yeah. to do it. And, to- yeah, when it came to killing legacy characters, he wanted to do it. Yeah. I don't know why... He, Stu would have such a grief with Dewey. With Dewey. I, I mean, did they ever talk to each other? They don't have any exchanges in the original at all. No. Beyond like him walking in with he was Gail. I mean, he was dating Dewey's sister, so he could have been a. Oh yeah, so they probably had quite a few exchanges privately, privately that we haven't yeah. seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. They he could he should have said something. Like, well, I mean, obviously, it was Amber. It was Amber, right? Yeah. I'm saying, like, you should have said something about killing him, you know? It's like, I don't know what you'd say. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I told you to knock on the door next time. <laughs> told you not to bother you when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> I told you that if you hear screaming, it's because she's having a good time. Uh, but even, even saying the lie to, it's an honor, one killing Dewey. It, you know, it does make sense for Amber to say it. I get it because she's a huge stab fan, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. But it, Stu saying it could also make sense. It's an honor to see you again. It's been 84 years. It's an honor, my friend. Yeah, I don't know. It's an honor to 
hang out with my old brother-in-law. <laughs> my former brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, and also just another thing that in terms of Scream 5 that I think is really it's kind of hard to buy into uh, I mean whatever uh, you can uh, uh, suspension of disbelief sure but it is quite the coincidence that Amber happened to move into Stu's house and is also a fucking psychopath and it just all worked out beautifully it would make more sense to me that if Stu somehow got connected with Richie and Amber and he kind of did some mingling to get her into that house it's very possible that her parents that they don't live there that maybe no one lives there and they decorated the house and made it feel like uh do they have an updated tv yeah yeah they had that big like 70 inch tv in there and they're yeah. watching stab i mean he could have you know bought the house or if perhaps maybe his parents knew that he was alive maybe he inherited the house and yeah got connected with amber and richie and basically had it all in there and it's not actually her house oh it yeah i mean he could he could he got into real estate Stu Mocker, the real estate agent, and he's the one that sold it to Amber's family. Slashing prices. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It would just make more sense if somehow Stu was involved with that and kind of was able to organize all together. Right. But Amber does say that it was the house itself that got her obsessed, you know, when she found out that she was living there. Yeah, whatever. Nah. Stretch is a stretch. Yeah. But... Uh, okay, now let's go on to the evidence that's provided by Scream 6 so far before the movie comes out. Yes. All right, of course, the subway poster was a big one. They're being real assholes when it comes to that freaking subway poster that it shows all the, the rail tracks and it has all the victims across all the movies. And, of course, Kirby Reed, her little dot, is the only one that's red and, like, crossed it, it off. It was, like, line closed. Yeah. Because she survived. Yeah because she is still alive. And then the only other dot that is a slightly different color than the rest is Stu Mocker, where it's slightly red. No other dot has that issue, yep. has that difference. They absolutely did that on purpose, so confirming he's alive. They're in the process of closing his case. Hmm? <laughs> and then by Scream 7, it'll be completely redded out and crossed out because he's alive. And then Kirby's will be white again because she's going to die. Probably. Spoiler. Yeah. I, I don't know, though. I, was, I don't actually know. I would assume Kirby bites it. I don't know. She's such an iconic character. They already fucked up once killing her in this franchise. Can't do it twice. <laughs> Dewey's an iconic character. Well, you bring him back, too? Sydney's an iconic here's character. Here's my theory <laughs> on how Dewey didn't die in Scream 5. He's, no, he's dead. Me, yeah. It's very sad. We couldn't just kill Gale instead? After. She's. Probably gonna yeah. die though. Stewie or Stewie. Stewie. <laughs> Stewie Griffin. <laughs> Dewey always gave the thumbs up, you know, at the end of the screen movie. He yeah. was always giving the thumbs up. He there was no thumb. There was there was no thumb. It's therefore five. he's dead. <laughs> he's a goner. Yeah, very sad. You killed my best friend. Yeah. So the subway poster, that's a big one. They're fucking with us with that one. Yes. Then the other one's the old mask. The old mask that we're seeing in the, the trailers and the images and whatnot, that mask appears to be the mask that Billy and Stu wore in the original film. Now, why wear that mask? Unless it was the one that you wore 25 years previously. I mean, who would have access to Billy Loomis's mask from the crime scene? Maybe the FBI could have, could have it. Yeah. But there are two masks. There are two outfits. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. May, maybe there were two outfits, and <laughs> Stu kept his. Yeah. Therefore, that's Stu's mask. And who would have that? Stu. Yeah. Because he's alive. I do think it's actually supposed to be Billy's mask, though. Yeah. Because um, it doesn't have a mask on the, uh, the, the case. Uh, yeah. I don't know, though. But I also think they would have shared a costume anyway. So, I don't know. Yeah. My actually, I really hope that, in general, Stu or not, that the answer of how they got all that shit is like really clear and makes sense to me. Like how, because it looks like it's not just stab memorabilia. It looks like it's scream, like actual real killings memorabilia. Right, and they have all the original costumes from the murders and. 
you know there was like uh, there were stab blu-rays and stuff and, and whatnot yeah but robe with the bullet holes yeah yeah like roman's uh robe and whatnot mm-hmm. and and like jill's wardrobe and it's all like spot on so yeah yeah that mask appears to be a legitimate mask aged 25 years from the original so yeah Stu, why well even if it's uh keeping it if, if, let's say you got it from fbi evidence because uh, of kirby and whatnot why would you want to wear that mask you know because it's yours don't exactly. you the memories <laughs> not to mention we're seeing multiple masks in the trailers right it's not just that old mask so yeah you could kind of like for some reason some of whoever i don't know how many killers there are but i feel like it's more than two this time around uh some of them wear the normal mask or a new mask and then only one of them gets to wear the old mask why who would it be who would it who's be? worthy yeah Stu is worthy or sydney Sydney. Yeah. Courtney Courtney Cox could do it, I guess, I suppose. Gail. Yeah. Kirby can't. She wasn't there. She wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. So just saying. Stu. There's only so many people that deserve to wear that. Uh as for theories, I only have a couple. Yes. Both of them are not mine. Oh. Just going off of someone else's. And seeing if we can go over it. All right. So uh theory number one. It was Roman all along. That's that's the theory, okay? Hear me out, all right? So given Roman's mastermind status, all right, it's not hard to think that, you know, maybe he was in Woodsboro that night at Stu's party, okay, disguised himself as a medic or a police officer and carried an injured Stu away where he could heal and fake his death. Maybe some other shit. So Roman saved Stu's life. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Possible. That is possible. Yeah. I feel like everyone would be pissed off if Roman ever got involved again, but I wouldn't be. I'd <laughs> that'd be, be ecstatic. That'd be hilarious. Roman Bridger, director and brother. Could you imagine if that's the only like yes, Roman's dead. The only time we see Roman is in a flashback to the original scream. I feel like they should have had that to begin with in Scream 3. And got Scott Foley in in the movie, de-aged. Yeah. That would be... He looks pretty good, by the way. That would be probably more insane. <laughs> or the same feeling <laughs> as seeing Billy Loomis up there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would, I would geek out. I mean, that, that would be wild. The fact that, yeah, like, they did a flashback and brought Scott Foley <laughs> to do... Yeah, just Scott to would set it. it up. Scott would do it. I feel like they, yeah. I feel like a lot of people would come back. I feel like Timothy Oliphant would come back if it was, I mean, if it was warranted, obviously. Yeah. For, even if it was for like a little cameo, get a little paycheck, pay homage to a fun character. I think we can get Debbie Salt back. De- <laughs> is, she, is she alive? Yeah, yeah, she's alive. Is she? She is, yeah. How old is she? 68. Can you confirm? Yes, I can. We definitely looked this. I, it's in my recent search, so. <laughs> you fucking liar. 67. That was close. She turned 68 this year. Oh, she went to Illinois State University. She, oh, she's from Illinois? I feel like we already we talked about this before. Last I, time we I looked don't... at her. Yeah, she's from, <laughs> she's from Carbondale. Oh, yeah. Illinois. And then went to ISU. <clears throat> Good for her. Good for her, Lori Metcalf. Okay, what's our second theory? Uh, the second theory is coming back to uh, Mike's theory from We Watched a Movie. Uh, we've already talked about this in the past, but just kind of reiterating because I think it does make sense. You really got to figure out how you're going to bring Stu in in a way that he escaped, basically, and he faked his death. Like, that's pretty crucial because otherwise he'd be in prison and people would be talking about it and know about it, and there's no way in the last five movies he wasn't mentioned. Right. So you have to fake his death. How do you do that? Well, Mike's theory suggests that, hey, you remember those uh, dumbass drunk teenagers that were driving away and rushing over the football field to see Principal Henry's body hanging from the goalpost, which, by the way, they were a little too excited about? Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, that was only added so that they could get out of there. I understand. But, God, they were just ecstatic to go see his dead body. Oh, let's go. Let's go see him before they pry him down. Like, Damn, what the fuck is wrong with you? For real. <laughs> 
what is wrong with you? It'd be terrifying. Um, but, you know, we see Dewey and Gale as we're walking down the road, and we see all those drunk drivers drive past very recklessly, almost hitting them, almost killing them. Well, assuming that they continue to drive that way all the way to the football field, maybe they crash. huh? Maybe they burst into flames, so much so that you would have to use dental records to figure out whose body it is, to confirm who it is. Well, perhaps Stu's rich parents, who are definitely very rich, because that house is ridiculous up there in Santa Rosa, California, uh, they use their money and connections to switch the dental records so that it looked like Stu actually died that night versus the kid who was actually driving the car and was drunk driving. As for... What were the parents of that child doing? I do not know. I don't know how that that part plays out. It'd be a little sad, probably, looking for their boy. I guess they just have to assume that they paid him off. I mean, or that they all they all died. They, that, I don't because it'd be like their car too. So I guess you would have to just like throw another corpse in the mix. Yeah, in that car, like burn up a corpse, throw him in there, and then swap the dental records with that corpse of somebody who was already killed or something like that. Kenny? Sure, sure, yeah. Neil Either Prescott? way, someone's going to be really questioning where their child is or their person is. But Right, yeah. But yeah, he goes from there. You now he's, he's he's a dead man. Steals, dead man steals someone's identity again with his parents' parents' money. Yeah. You form him a new identity, get a new social security number, go out there and continue your life, possibly move to New York where you're going to run into the kids, the modern kids of Woodsboro. yeah. And Gail, apparently, is in New York, and Kirby. What a coincidence, by the way. What are the odds that they're all going to fucking be there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely definitely a fun theory. I I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, you know, the parents, yeah, they, they fake his death, you know, to avoid suspicion. Because realistically, how would they... Stu's not mentioned. Maybe they don't know. Maybe no one knows that there was a second... I mean, I'm sure... Sydney and Gail would explain it, but I guess well, they couldn't. I think I think his parents would know, and that'd be like at the point, you know, cover up, cover up Stu's mistakes, you and know. say he's dead. Yeah, and say let he's their dead. let their son live a normal life. Yeah, but turns out he's been a mastermind the whole time. Um, his mom and daddy were gonna be so mad at him. They were, they were, and I bet, I bet they are. I bet they still are. You know, I think if your parents. Uh, or like the average American parents out there, that if they had the opportunity to cover up your uh, crime, I won't say murder, but crime, so you could live a, yeah. a, a lot, live. Yeah, if they had the the connections and the ability to do it, I bet you they'd do it. Because if you're talking life in prison, or you're talking about getting executed, there's Stu, yeah. Stu's not looking good here. He's yeah, a literal serial killer. So that 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 theory could help with you know it's still in his family. Maybe his parents are died of old age. I would assume. Well, no, they'd be a little young. But maybe they moved. Stu had the house still. So that would make it easier for him to, you know, organize everything with Richie and Amber getting everyone to the house. Perhaps maybe he, maybe he talked with Amber online and basically set it up to, so that her parents would move into his house. Good. Maybe. There's potential for that. Yeah. Or at least when she moved in, he could have, you know, gotten in contact with her and went out of his way to peer pressure her. Peer pressure. She's far too sensitive. Oh, come on. That's perfect. (laughs) Could be. I don't know. He he just needs to deliver that line. Like, why'd she do it? Why'd she listen to him? Peer pressure. pressure. She was far too sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If we, if if Scream 6 ends in a way that there's still a ghost face living and we just don't have them unmasked, I'm going to assume that that is Stu. So was everybody else probably. I mean that, yeah, that would be nuts. How can you, how can you post that picture of the train lines and have Stu's color be the only one different? Yeah. Have that thumbnail in Scream 5. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're thinking about it. They're definitely thinking about it. And (laughs) yeah, it would be really interesting. Everything goes, there's two killers. They, they are both dead at the end of the movie. And yeah, we end with, Ghostface hanging off the Empire State Building. <laughs> I mean, probably. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, just a, a third Ghostface. Don't reveal who it is. I'm sure you could go a silhouette, but it would ma- it would be definitely be more impactful to have. Maybe maybe we just see like the arm of the robe, like there's one standing right there. Yeah, yeah, it could be it could be simple. Just watching and, on. 
yeah, yeah. and that's it. Don't don't reveal who it is in Scream Six. Yeah. That immediately sets you up for a amazing. I mean, everyone's gonna want to Scream Seven. I hope so if it's good. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to finish that trilogy. I know we talked about the you know the Exorcist and other movies announcing sequels before they're they're ready. Yeah. But, but, I mean, they don't have I mean, to announce Scream 7. Uh, Scream 6, based on box office estimates, is on track to have the biggest opening weekend in the entire franchise. Yeah. Uh, predicted to make $37 million worldwide in that opening weekend. The uh, previous best was $34 million with Scream 3, of all movies. Wow. Hopefully that's not a bad sign for Scream 6. Yeah. it. I, I would think it's safe to get it. The only thing is, uh, Jenna Ortega is uh, much bigger of a name nowadays that they're going to have to renegotiate her contract if she makes it out of this movie. Maybe. I bet she's pretty cool. She yeah. seems really cool. She's 20? Yeah. 20, yeah. 19, 20, 20? Something like that. She's young. Yeah. And she's bigger than than anyone right now. Yeah. Yeah, she's on top of the world. She really is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you pay her more, and it's going to be tough, even more tough to get Nev in there in Scream 7. Wouldn't that be a big fuck you? They pay Jenna Ortega a, a lot of money to be for, fair, for her Jenna Ortega, size. Jenna Ortega's already on track to have, like, a bigger career. Like, all right, Nev got Scream, right? And that was, like, all she had. And she's done some things, right? She, she's she's had a, a strong, active career, but she's never had that big thing. And then Jenna Ortega's already done Wednesday, which is probably already like, arguably more—I don't say more well known, but I mean it, it's it was huge. It's number two to like strange to Stranger Things, right? Like, it's, it's, so it's huge, and Scream is huge, and especially it's making this big comeback now with the a modern generation. And X, Jenna Ortega was in X, right? Like yeah, she's just she's all over the place and she's killing it. Yeah, yeah, she's on track to be a a megastar. Yeah, I'd love that for her. Oh. I still low key hope they sneak in Nev into the Scream Six at the <laughs> ending after credits or something. I mean, there you go. There's your mid credit scene. Our two killers are dead. We move on. Start the roll of credits. All of a sudden, we see a phone rings. We see an arm pick it up. Yep. It's Sydney, and oh, it's, it's Mark. It's, it's Kincaid. That would actually be enough. <laughs> it's Mark, King- that, that would be enough for me if Kincaid answered. But it's Ghostface, and then, and then you just hear in the background, like, yeah, it's Ghostface call, talking to Kincaid. Oh, I want to talk to an old friend. Yeah, and then you just hear Sydney in the background. You don't have to see her; you just hear a voice. Just say, "Who is it, Mark? Who is it, Mark? Who is? It? Yeah, it's for you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Come on." Bring us into the writers' room. <laughs> pay, pay Nev Campbell for real. Pay yeah, pay her. She can't. It can't be that expensive. And now that this movie's on track to make it more money. I mean, so the Scream twenty twenty two made one hundred forty million worldwide. I would assume this is on track to do that. And I really hope that some of the leaks that are happening right now. I hope they end up being fake and they end up being the biggest bait and switch ever and set everybody up to make even more money. I, yeah, I don't know. I've been really good staying away from the leaks. Yeah, same. I I have not seen any spoilers. To to be fair, like I haven't like uh, edited, you know, Twitter to uh, hide tweets with certain words in them. I haven't done that, and I didn't get any Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends spoilers. I didn't get any Scream Five spoilers or anything. A lot of people that end up hitting spoilers are usually ones that go out of the way to find them, and they like are mad that they did. (laughs) <laughs> that happens a lot. Don't get me wrong. Some people accidentally see him. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I would definitely not go on the hashtag. I would definitely not go to my way to read the Halloween Kills hashtag at that time. I definitely no, no, don't no, read no. the Scream 6 hashtag right now. No, 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 no. Yeah, just avoid it. I would actually avoid all the TV spots and trailers at this point because they are getting to the point where they're showing more than I would want to see, I, I think. I anyway. did not watch the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I don't know if it's any new stuff i don't know if it's significantly new i don't know i haven't seen it i saw another tv spot but i don't know if it was the super bowl one is it yeah i don't know i i saw the one that was like the knocking at the door it was a, was that the super bowl trailer i don't even know i don't know i yeah. was driving during the super bowl i was watching the super bowl but i was probably 
eat, getting food during that. I don't even, like I said, I don't know when it played. I really don't. I, I didn't see it. They, yeah. And if I did, I probably would have looked away. What if Ghostface uses Gale in Scream 6 to bring Sid. to bring Sidney Kind of like how Roman does in Scream 3, where he ties up Dewey and Gale. Yeah. Kind of do that to bring Sidney out of hiding. It is weird as shit to me. How do you go and have all the events of Scream 6 happen? Gale is under attack. Sam and Tara are under attack again. You know, Kirby is back and under attack again. And Sydney's not even gonna like be referenced. Like you're not even not even a phone call. Nothing. You're not gonna give her anything. <laughs> you got. How do you do that? At this point. Maybe Gail is on the phone with Sydney. We don't even hear the other end of the phone, and we just assume that it is Sydney, and that's all they need to do. Yeah. How can you sit there? I just feel like you need to do something because otherwise she's just an asshole. It's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. Cause like. Without without your your Nev Campbell your scre- original scream you're not here. Yeah, How especially can... if Gale does die, if Gale actually does die in the movie, which there's a, a good chance. Yeah. I mean, dude, how do you? She's got to show up. In, or why do you think she showed up for Scream Five? Because Dewey died. Remember that? Remember that happened? I remember that happened. Yeah. Without yeah, without Nev Campbell, you it you don't have a Scream Five without Nev Campbell in Scream. Yeah. Like I don't I, a lot of people say like Nev is scream, which I she is to a degree. Uh, yes, I'm not saying that that there yeah. cannot be a scream movie without Nev Campbell. Yeah, one, it's gonna be really hard, and two, how can you just erase her existence? Yeah, especially like these characters that we're following have met her and and worked with her, so it's 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 weird not to have it addressed at all. So I hope it's I don't care if she's not in it. We can get past that. It's just like you need to address it in some way or shape or form. I mean, have ghost. It could it could literally just be one line of Ghostface being like, "Oh yeah, but you won't have Sydney here to protect you." Yeah, and Gail goes, "Fuck you." Yeah, especially how obsessed this Ghostface is with having that huge shrine. How could you not get Sydney there? Like that's well, your prize. Yeah. yeah, like that. You think that would be like the Ghostface hold goal? Like if, if whoever's playing Ghostface gets pissed off that she doesn't show up, that's that's still that'll work for me. Just something you got. You can't just ignore. Her. <laughs> we get to the, the third act. We're getting through, and then he's, he's pissed. He's like. Who keeps looking at the door? Where's, where's Sydney? Where is she? Takes off the mask. It's Stu. What the fuck? The whole point. The whole point <laughs> was to get Sydney here. That'd work. I'd buy into that. Can we get a scary movie scream crossover for Scream Seven? Uh, yeah, probably. What do you mean to bring in like uh... the Wayans? That would actually be funny to have them cameo in some way. That'd be funny. Or even uh, um, uh, what's his name? Why am I talking his name? Who plays Doofy? Um, Dave Sheridan. Yeah, have Dave Sheridan sneak in there. You can have him with Felissa Rose somewhere. So you all know they're best friends. We all know they are tight at the waist. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, some weird things going on over there. I feel yep. like I'm all part of that drama these days. Yep. Good times. So Good. Stu's alive. Moral of the story: Stu is alive. Has to be. This is if this doesn't confirm it, I don't know what does. If this random podcast that you're <laughs> listening to does not confirm that Stu's alive, then uh, watch the movie for yourself. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I, 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 it'd be really cool. It'd be really cool to see Matthew Lillard back, Stu back. I mean, I remember I went and saw Scream by myself, and I remember seeing Billy for the first time. Yeah, and I'm the only one in the theater that like gave a fuck. But that was insane. That that was like goosebumps. I got goosebumps because mm-hmm. I I didn't see any spoilers. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, it was crazy. I would love to see a a big cliffhanger at the end of this movie to set up, and hopefully they keep teasing when we tease Scream Seven that Stu is alive. Mm-hmm. If he's not, you know, the killer in this. Let's not forget that Stu's nephew is alive, or was in Scream 5. And he's dead. You know, now. he's dead. You got to wonder why the... Was he mad about... If he's alive, <laughs> would he be mad about that? It's just my sister. My sister's kid. Maybe he did it? I don't know. I mean, that it's, it's, it'd be really fun to see yeah, them, them go back and change who some kills were. In Scream Two and Three and Four and Five, that'd be really cool. Like we get, we see, yeah, Kyle Gallner die, and he, then we yeah. cut and we see him take off the mask, and it's it's Stu. 
That'd be really cool. Cotton. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I guess he doesn't really have any motive to kill Cotton. I guess it'd be like mo. If he would, it would need to be motivated. Like he's the mastermind behind it all. But there's a couple that he wanted. Yeah, I don't know who the hell that would even be, but maybe Randy. But that's about Mrs. Loomis's only kill. Yeah, mm, yeah. It'd be it'd be legacy characters, really. I mean, I guess Cotton, but but eh, no, doesn't need to be. Yeah, and Cotton only died because you know he didn't tell he didn't tell him where Sydney was. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney. Uh, oh yeah, it's okay. So uh, let us know over on Twitter, I suppose, if you absolutely hate the theories that were provided in front of you and this perfect evidence that clearly proves that Stu is alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Let us know if it just infuriated you over on Twitter, or if you have other theories or evidence. Stu is living. I hope so. Now, in all seriousness, like on the percentage scale, what percent do you think Stu shows up in Scream Six or Scream Seven? Seven. <laughs> I, I, I'm hopeful. I really want it to happen. The hopeful side of me says like seventy. Realistically, it's like fifty-five. I'm gonna my I'm as low as like twenty. No shit. <laughs> I, know, I know I gave you all this evidence and this. I don't know. I why not, why not? Well, I, I mean, I agree with you. Why not? I mean, they're obviously willing to take risk, like he's, bring back Kirby and whatnot. Interested. They're going to fucking New York. I mean, yeah. He's interested. He's you gotta you gotta bring it back. Like it would, yeah, having these having these original characters be the killers every time it it doesn't have as much impact as having a legacy character as your as your killer which is why if kirby is the killer that would be fun yeah could be infuriating for some because she's such a beloved character probably the only character that fucking matters for scream 4 but it also so. would make sense because she went through it i'm sure it wasn't fun yeah now she's, she's now she's an fbi agent though it's like why were you, you waiting for them to come? If they never came to New York, would you have ever done anything? Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I think it's like 55%. It. He's interested. They seem to be interested. We're getting all these teases. That That's that's like if they would have just done, you know, a, a random character. What if uh, Sam randomly started seeing Stu as well? <laughs> I always thought it was weird that she saw Billy to begin with, How but she's she... never fucking seen him before. I mean, I, I get it. They share genetics. It's her father. But, like, she has these visions because she's scared of becoming him, so she sees him. And then, But, like, okay, maybe she saw pictures of him. Maybe she – because she, she knew. Mm-hmm. She knew that he was her father. Um, So maybe she asked her mom when she told her and she showed pictures of him. They really think they had pictures of him all with a bloody shirt, bloody, bloody, <laughs> bloody, sweaty young man. Mm, yeah. Or here's when he was fucking the shit out of me. Here's... <laughs> <laughs> got it on. I got that on film. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, he could come back. I, I've heard some rumors about that. There were actually some people that were suggesting that uh, he was. He's the guy that is Gail's boy toy and. It's not. Uh, first of all, it's not even the same. It's not even the same actor. What's uh, his name? Dwayne. Because I mean, his character's name is Joel. Uh, but yeah, Joel. Dwayne something. Dwayne. Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin, Santa comedian. Dwayne Martin. How's, yeah. How's he doing? Is he good? I hope so. Uh, he's doing some stuff here and there. Nice, have a little little appearance from him. Yes, I got that on film. Oh, he's in the Bel Air series. On Peacock? Yes. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, He's recurring cast. Yeah. Other than that, it's really uh, hit or miss. He hasn't done a movie since 2015. But. Hmm. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. But. Yeah. It'd be. I really. The door is definitely wide the fuck open. It's definitely open. It's if they're they can write a good story to integrate them. Yeah, see what happens. 
<sighs> Alright, well that's gonna wrap this episode of Make Every Death Count. If you haven't already dropped a review wherever you're listening, please do. Make sure you're following us as well, both here on the podcast as well on social media. Pretty much at SlashingCast everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course over there on YouTube. If you want to see the video version of the show, you can do so on YouTube by becoming a member for as low as $2. And you see the sh- episodes early as well, so that's fun. Huh? Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Anything else? Mm, no, I don't think so. All right, with that as always, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Well, 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 would you look at that? You survived all of the crazy and deadly shenanigans that the Slash and Cast Podcast Network threw at you today. Since you made it this far, consider leaving a five star review. <laughs> And make sure you share this show with your creepy friends. (laughs) Until next time, horror fans, stay safe, and more importantly, stay scared. I want to hear you scream. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.